0: yeah that altar is the cross at that cross is where you have been redeemed at that cross It's when your sins were defeated at that cross. It's where you received his spirit. At that cross. It's where you received his blood. At that cross. It's where you, where you received your forgiveness. To the bottom. Now you have access. Now at that cross he gave you access now to his heart to the very inner core of who he is. Oh my God. See in the book of Genesis he said that evil was in the hearts of men. now since that veil between you and that holy place right there was torn ripped disintegrated for you just most of us haven't entered in. Most of us just haven't entered in. You're still in the outer court. Why are we dealing with what we're dealing with? Because in his presence, there is joy there is liberty in his presence how can you be depressed how can you be sad how can you be suicidal how how can you be he said it was good that we were afflicted that we share in his persecution that we bear his name My God, he said it was good Flesh. and that veil has been rent now now you have access to him by the spirit by the Ruach kadesh. we're still outside he, he still can't share the secret things of him you have need of these things and I love the way the word talk to you I'll answer you before you even ask I love the word the word just talk to me talk to itself talk to me itself many are the afflictions of the righteous are you the righteous See, this is why you are you the righteous this will make a big difference in how you respond to his word are you the righteous Are you? Just because you come, just because you come doesn't mean that you in. Just because you come don't mean you get a get a go a go go to fast free. You don't you don't get to go behind the scenes Just because you come. See, this is why most of us are in the outer court. We just come. God is not sporadic. He's faithful. He's consistent. See, and so should you be. You are Him now in the earth. He's not sporadic. He's faithful. Trustworthy. seen David said, the righteous forsaken or begging are you the righteous this is the question are you the righteous are you in right standing with him if your number came up right now drop dead where you at are you the righteous it don't make it because you're here it makes it because you're here are you the righteous? So we got we got a lot of people come. We got a lot of people come. We got a lot of people show up. Everybody shows up in the outer court. Everybody shows up in the outer court. Jew and Gentile. Young and old. Rich and poor. They all show up in the outer court. there. Well, let me examine my heart. Have I re- truly repented for the people who hurt me, knew they hurt me, lied to me, knew they lied to me, abused me, know they abused me? Have I truly repented? Have, have my heart actually changed that I love them now with a fierce love and passion that God has for them? See, this is how you know Do I have a repentive heart? Or do I have a vindictive heart? Do I have a pseudo love for them? See, we, 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 gotta, we gotta know your heart. repentance no matter what no matter what they've done I love it you're either an accuser or you're an intercessor I'm going to say it one more time you either an accuser or you're an intercessor are you an accuser of the brethren do you get with other Christians and talk about other Christians Get with other Christians and pray for them. See, are you the righteous? Do we murmur and complain? Or are we the righteous? See, we don't 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 let the enemy fool you because you come and trick you in your heart. Don't let him fool you. Children, are you obedient? are you obedient to authority? See, don't let him trick you. And he will. Don't let him defile our relationship. See, that's what he likes to do with us. He likes to defile us. Make you unclean before God. Because what's in your heart? But I'm saying something else. But what's in your heart? See, this is the thing. Oh, man. Don't just come. Don't just come because it's the right thing to do. Don't, don't, because that's still deception. And you don't see that you deceive. That's why you can do what you want to do, when you want to do it, how you want to do it. You are No, I'm not. I had something to do. No, you deceive. First thing sign of deception is that I justify why I can't, why I won't. You don't know you deceived. Are you the righteous? good question. Are you the righteous? I can't answer that for you. Only you can. I can just help you do and help you with some checks. I can help you with some checks. love God. See, I'm going to talk about the heart. I'm going to talk about the inner heart. Can I just do that just for a few minutes? Can can y'all pay attention for a few minutes? The inner heart. This is what he deals with the inner heart. Mm. What is that? What is that? See, you should know them by the fruit. You should know a tree by their fruit. I don't think the tree at some point said, you know, I'm just not going. Well, let's just look at that. Let's just look at that tree. Let's look at that fig tree that Jesus cursed. It was the right season for it to produce. And it didn't. Sitting there in the ground like it was supposed to be. Sitting like you coming to church like you're supposed to be. Let's talk about that. Just talk about that tree that he cursed and said, die. Because you're not producing. You're not doing what I created you to do and become. You should know the fruit. You should know the tree by its fruit. He went to it. And he wanted to feed from it. He wanted to eat from it. And when I went there, it wasn't producing what, I, what it should be producing, what I told it to do. How did it make his mind up not to produce? I created you to do this, didn't he? What are you producing? So if he come to you to feed from you, what are you producing? What's your fruit like? What's your fruit like? It don't matter if you don't know the word and nothing like that. You, you know enough of the word. You're not a scholar. You don't have to be a theologian. See, this is why he deals with the heart of men. The innermost part of you. What you produce? Are you bearing much? Are you bearing much? Y'all may eye contact with me. I'm looking at you. Are you bearing much? I'm the pastor, I'm the shepherd. Are you bearing much? To you it was right where it was supposed to be in the ground and he comes to you he comes to you just like he came to the tree he comes to each and every one of us see how we our minds we come to the word we, what is it I just leave that alone. oh he coming to you too what are you producing? Because he not, he's not in the place where he's supposed to be in your heart. Okay, okay, all right. See, this is what we, we just, we just come to, we just come, don't just come. Don't just be the tree and not produce. There should be, first of all, an over, overwhelming flow of love for one another. See, we... <clears throat> understanding, It should be understanding. When someone messes up or you see them, the Bible say, you will see your brother in their sin. You will see them. You have no forgiveness. We don't even consider ourselves. The word that scripture says, say, consider yourself. Consider yourself when you were in that downward spiral. Because you all were. I'd like to use that you were. You shouldn't be now. So you should understand what it's like to fall. You should understand what it is to sin. And to be convicted and, you know. But you also should experience how somebody restores you and loves you. And pray with you. You should, under, you should be experiencing that too. Woke up this morning. I'm just, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm real. okay. I woke up this morning. Sometimes you, you wake up. See, most of us just wake up and just get up and go and do your thing. You ain't worried about nothing. You ain't stopped and thought about, wait a minute, what, what, what am I feeling right now? What, what, am, what am I being sensitized to right now? what's going on? What, why do I feel this way right now? I felt like just weeping, crying, because when you go into that secret place where he weeps and where he cries, you'll understand. But most of us haven't gone in that place, so we don't understand. It's about me. You're so busy about you. You're so busy about you and your circumstance or your lack or your non productivity or your, what is always about your circumstance, always. You can never bear someone else's because you can, can't carry yours on. You can't, you can't manage your own and you're really not supposed to have any. Your circumstance there is for you to see God. That's why they're there. But you know what? You, you can't because you in your flesh. So you can't see the spiritual ramifications of it. I don't understand the word because the word is not re- meant to be read in your flesh. It's meant to be read by your spirit, not your flesh. This is why it's boring. This is why I don't understand. This is why I don't have a pull to it. Because I'm doing everything by the flesh. He said, what is of flesh is flesh. And what is of spirit is spirit. And my word is spirit. So why are you reading it and operating in the flesh with it? This is how you know you're in there because I will come first. I don't have time. I don't want to. I don't understand. You're not because it's your flesh. Circumstance, what you're going through, is supposed to be for your spirit, not your flesh. My God. As I asked Jesus why I was weeping, <laughs> let my finger fall on a scripture Psalms 51 8. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts. Make me, therefore, to know wisdom in my innermost heart. My eyes rest on those words, the innermost heart. David is is asking for wisdom in his heart. Have y'all done that? Wisdom. He's asking for wisdom. David is asking for wisdom in his heart but his innermost heart the very core of his heart. Dara read in his Shakespeare he had this play and he said the heart of my hearts. I believe the tabernacle and the temple were designed to be a picture of one's heart. There was an outer court. In the outer court, all are welcome. Even the Gentiles. Even your enemies. Mm. This is like the outer court layer of our heart. When we welcome all. Lovers, friends, strangers alike. Then there was the inner court to the temple. This is where only those who were truly worshipers of God could enter in. It is where the priest offered up his sacrifice. Where are you? Have you gotten to that yet? Have you offered up your sacrifice? Have you offered up your sacrifice? This is where they brought their offering. Have you made your offering? We, we missed the big picture of what we're doing when we come here. And my heart, this is where the priest offered up the sacrifices. This is the inner layer of our hearts, the area where we are a little more selective about who gets in. Only true lovers, spouses, immediate family or friends to enter in that layer of our heart see you control a lot of things in your heart you do you, 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 put, you allow certain people to enter in and you keep other ones out see but when you do it the first time you mess up the chain reaction for the rest and then we don't know who to put there we don't know where to allow people in it's a big problem that affects your circumstance that affects your Decisions That affects your choices. That affects your perspective. It does. And your purpose. See, see it's, it's, it's your heart. The Bible, it's evil. Who could know it? But the world teach you, just follow your heart. Just follow your heart. No, you better not follow your heart. Not until there's a radical change and you yeah. understand what's going on. Yeah. You'll become a friend of the world. And still coming to church. You can't do that. You cannot eat from the tables of demons and the table of God. See, this is what we do. Mm, okay. Oh, I'm doing good, ain't I? Time wise. Man, I'm gonna speed it up because teacher has a lot to, be, uh, to cover today. Amen. This is the inner layer of our hearts, the area where we are a little more sensitive, as I said. We judge and we allow who in, that should be in, and who shouldn't be in is in. See, That's in the inner one. That's the inner heart. Some people shouldn't be in there, but they're there. How you don't know, I surmise you do know make a choice. Every day is a choice. Every day, everything you do is a choice. Do I stop at the red light on the yellow or do I just keep going? The whole life is a choice. I just need some help. Paul, and David said, I need some wisdom here about my heart. I need, I, need, I need to know some things. Hold on. This is where the inner, this is where we enter into an intimacy with those special relationships, see? Some people just not good for you. And then the ones that are good for you, you turn your back on. Because those are the ones that tell you the truth. We get mad at them. We just love to be lied to. You know Your fallen nature just loves to be lied to But it's a lie It loves to be lied to It recognizes it I feel comfort in that Don't you dare correct me <laughs> Don't you bring me the truth <laughs> I know you love it, but don't bring me the truth he, he, Then I can't love you then Amen. I know this is a tough one But you let them in You let them in And some of you married them You let them in Oh, my back. So I'm just saying, man. Okay. Y'all getting it? Amen. Who is in the inner part of your heart right now? Who is in there? Okay. 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 All right. The heart's deceitful. Wicked. That means twisted. That's what it means. So who's in there? Ah mm. goodness. Okay. Okay. All right. and intimacy with those special relationships where we sacrifice for those relationships and where we share our joy and sorrow believers allow Jesus to enter into this intercourse of their hearts yet there is another area of the temple that is even more selected it is an area that only one person is allowed to enter in. Only the high priest for that is the holy of holies. The place where the presence of God resides. See some of y'all got people in the holy of holies and they're not supposed to be there. Some of y'all allow some people in that real intimate part of your heart. Some of us You allow them in there. You you worship them. Or it could be another God that you allow in there. Spirit of disobedience. I'm just just defying everything. I just will not. I'm a closed vessel. He's not in your heart. It's not in there. You got the wrong thing in the Holy of holies, You got the wrong thing in the intercourse. This is why I'm sporadic. This is why I can't seem to be um, uh, continuous. I can't seem to be diligent. I can't seem to be continually in the relationship with Him. You shouldn't have a revolving door in your heart for God. And no one should occupy the place in your heart except God. If we would do that, all of us, it would be so nice. Your marriages, your relationships, everything would just be so good. Wouldn't it? Place where the presence of God resides. Our hearts have a holy of holies. In innermost part, the core of our hearts, usually we allow only one person to enter in that chamber of our heart, and that would be God. So are you the righteous? Has God entered into that holy of holies of your heart? Because if He has, then no one can stop you, no situation you won't just be here see that's that's a lot of us we're just here now I'm, talking, I'm going away from the minstrels to the pastors and everything we just here you got pastors just there okay all right you know it ain't, it ain't gonna be right unless I give you some Hebrew words ain't that right The word in the Hebrew for the inner heart is "setham." S-A-T-H-A-M. Setham. it <laughs> Oh yes, I know. Some of your lexicons might inner uh, might say if you do a little study on that. Some of them might say innermost part, inward part, etc. Satham, in its most primitive form, means a secret place of your heart. David wants to know wisdom in this area, most secret part of his heart, a private place of his heart. Why wisdom? So you've got some parts in your heart that's just shut off to you. You have access, but they just shut off. David said, I need wisdom in this area of my heart. Why wisdom? The word wisdom in the Hebrew is chakam. C-H-A-K-A-M. Chakam. The first letter in chakam is chet. I told you, letters in the Hebrew is so important because if you don't understand this, you're going to go on off to some other doctrine. This keeps you grounded into the heart of God. I mean, you know, we got a lot of people come to church and they don't have the heart of God. He said, I will give you pastors after my heart. Did you hear that? Did did you hear that? I know you heard it, but did you hear it? He said, I will. He's going to give you a pastor after the heart of God. Is that though? We're going to find out. Why would he do that? Why would he give you passes after his heart? We got to understand his heart. We got to understand his heart. David knew something here. But in order for him to find out about his, he had to find out about his. First. The word is check him. The first letter is check him. Is the check. The sages teach us that the chet has two horizontal lines connected by a vertical line. It's a bridge between two hearts. The letter, y'all got to understand what I'm saying. If you you love God, you're going to love the things about him, the mysteries about him. The chet represents two horizontal lines and a vertical line that connects him with the heart. One heart to another heart you have a word that describes the very word in a pictograph See, that's deep right there it is a bridge between two hearts our hearts and God's heart the next letter in Techam is the cap which we are told is a vessel such of our hearts we need to be filled. See, this is the thing when it comes to who you are. You, this is why he said, you go stay to room until you are filled. You have to be filled. To know God in his heart. You have to be filled by his spirit. So yeah, a lot of churches that don't teach on the infilling of the spirit. So there's no way that you could possibly have the heart. If you don't teach on the filling of it. He fills you. I love the song. He said, fill me up till I overflow. The vessel, it must be filled. Your heart must be filled. We need to be filled. In the case of wisdom or Chatham, it needs to be filled with the final mem, the last letter of wisdom. The final mem represents the hidden knowledge and the secrets of God. See, I will give you pastors after my heart. See, that pastor has to have an insight of the mysteries and the secret things of the heart of God. So when he comes and he shepherds you and teaches you, he's been in the throne. He knows the mysteries, the heart of God. That's why I've been teaching the last couple of years is the heart of God. So you'll be more sensitive and caring to his people. I'm just, we don't understand how we're supposed to interact with each other. We don't understand how we're supposed to act with each other. See, the hidden knowledge and secrets of God. David is inviting God to share the innermost part of his heart. His holy of holies if God, will, if God will share the innermost part of his heart. See, it's, it's, it's directional. It's both ways. Because you got some things hidden in your heart. And you don't want nobody to know. Well, how'd it get there? Who put them there? See, it's just the connection. This is why I'm saying, it, you, people just come to church. But I mean, there's no inner connection. There's no connection to the heart of God. Because if it was, you wouldn't do them like you do him. But then you want him to do you right. You want him to share the mysteries with him of his his life and everything to you. Give me a word. I need to prophesy. You want all these things, but you won't share. You just come. This thing works both ways, bi-directional. people say this I'll forgive but I won't forget that's not God that's not the heart of God people say that all the time I'll forgive but I won't forget you show me what God said that he said I'll throw into the sea of forgiveness I won't remember it for my own sake then he said if, if, if you don't forgive he said I can't forgive you gotta do it first because he already forgave you that's how you got in see we just faking it we just faking like our relationship you got husband and and people in a relationship. they just faking it. They, ain't really, they don't really want to be together. Yeah. One don't want to work. do the work. Amen. One only wants to bring 50% to the table. And they won't bring 100. Y'all hear me? 50% to the table. How do you, you expect this thing to work? How do you expect this thing to work? 50% to the table. That's what we do with God. You Okay, y'all tell me. Do I need to turn my back? Y'all give God 100%? I'm going to ask y'all again. Do y'all give God 100%? Hmm? You know you can. You're able. So why don't you? You said you love him. So this how we this how we are. In my, my relationship. If I gave her fifty percent, we wouldn't have no relationship. If I gave her ninety nine, we wouldn't have a relationship. I need to give one hundred percent to our relationship. I'm, I'm gonna give one hundred percent to our relationship. If I want it to work. If I don't, I will get ninety nine. That's where most of us be give just uh, I won't give it all you pick your percentage oh, man, you know, This is how we serve God he said serve him wholeheartedly that's with your whole heart not with what you don't want to do see this is what this is why this is one of the reasons why he can't get into the Holy of Holies because you resist and you will not allow him to come in you have to invite him in He's not going to just come in because you come to church. Come on. He's not. You have to do something. You have to open up your lid. Stop being a closed vessel. And stop letting the enemy fool you that you got something that you don't have. Amen. Hello. Stop letting him fool you that you don't have something. You can have a 100% relationship with God. can be faithful how you gonna have a relationship with someone you ain't faithful that's not a relationship is it it's not a relationship it's not a relationship if you got secrets between each other it's not a relationship it's not a relationship all things are open that's why I love David he said I want to search my own heart because now I'm about to connect with God and all things are open and naked before him so you can deceive your own self. That's what most of us do. I have, a, I have a genuine relationship with God. You don't come to church when you should. You definitely don't tie and you don't offer. You don't love one another. You ain't forgave nobody. I mean, this is this how, how we say, and, and I'm going to give that offering to God. I'm going to send up that strange fire. That's what we do. Can I keep on? Can I keep on loving it? I will share my septum, the inner core of my heart with him. If he will share the inner core with me, his, his secrets with me. See this what? that's why you dream that's gonna be for following sunday on dreams y'all have you have no idea what's going on in your dreams but i'm gonna help you next sunday amen find out what's going on with this this enigma about why is he speaking to me and the things that i don't see what is he really saying he's sharing something with All your dream, you dream every night, every last. Night, I don't drink. Yes, you do. It's an indication where you are in the spirit. I'm not getting into it too much, but I will hide these secret things of myself. He said to keep you from pride. Job 33. Stop operating in your flesh When it comes to God When you come through that door today This, this is not your flesh But it's going to tell you I'm tired I'm hungry, I'm sleeping I'm hot, I'm cold It's going to tell you all those things That's your flesh, that's not your spirit Your spirit saying feed me I'm hungry Feed me I ain't worrying about what time it is, feed me Ain't nothing else more important but feed me. That's what a shepherd he feeds you. you say open your mouth wide, I, I will fill it. Uh-huh. See, this is what we won't do. We come in just mouth closed, and you just the closed vessel. You ain't coming here to grow. You know why? Because most of us, when we our experience with church, it's just been tradition, and it's not been an experience with the pastor that's really been before God. Because you got pastors who ain't been before God. You got pastors who are not hungry for the heart of God. So how he gonna feed you? I can feed you out of my tradition. I ain't even got to study for that. I can feed you out of my flesh. It don't take no revelation to do that. That's how most of us have been taught. This is how we we can't even discern what is the false teachers and the false prophets. Who is that? What doctrine is he bringing in? God's not playing when he comes to his worship. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt have no graven images. Thou shalt have none of those things. Why are they rampant in the church? I just want us to be able to see this. Because if you don't see this, you can't move on. You're going to stay deceived. You can't take and drink of the cup of God and the cup of devils. You can't do it and sit at at the table of devils and God. You can't do those two things. Well, the church has been doing it and still doing it. You should know who's doing it. called Halloween oh excuse me trick or trunk. oh Harvest Night or oh, whatever they want to call it whatever that's what it's called oh, y'all don't love God because we don't celebrate Christmas no I don't the world celebrate Christmas I celebrate Jesus now do y'all celebrate Jesus this is what I want to know. Do y'all celebrate Jesus? Now I ain't talking about baby Jesus. I'm talking about the Lord. Hey! See, this is this cute little baby Jesus. No, the Lord. See, hey. This is what, see, you, this is how the whole church is deceived. In the book of Revelation, he said he's going to cause all. To take them off, all some of y'all already part of the B system. Y'all didn't know it now. I'm gonna teach. I'm gonna teach on it because y'all need to wake up. Valentine's Day. What are y'all doing? Do you know the origin? Once you know the origin of a thing, you have to know the origin. And then you need to know how through time it shows up in your doorstep. I'm going to tell you right now, none of that paganism will ever show up in this church. Never. You have to decide because God is not playing with you when he's saying you should know him. See, these are the secret things that you should know. See, what it is, pastors haven't been in the secret place of the Most High. So this is how they allow all this paganism to come into the church. And then you are sitting there. Guess what's going to happen to you? Not God, You can worship God. You can meditate on God. It's not soaking. See how the church, you don't know what is going on. And we always say, I'm going with the signs in the mirror. I'm following this person. I'm following that person. No, it said it's supposed to follow you. Not you go to where they are. It said it's supposed to follow you. The church is just asleep. So it's it's going to be hard for you to have the heart of God and allow him into the holy of holies when you got other gods in that place, occupying that place. This is what we do. And a lot of y'all, stop letting your job rule, y'all. Amen. Stop allowing. Okay. I'm all right time man I'm, oh, I'm bringing it to a close I'm bringing it to a close none of this means anything if you got something else in the holy of holies God is supposed to occupy that spot that's reserved only for him and no one else no one else no other thing no other thing should occupy that spot Mel, I love my wife, but she can't occupy the Holy of Holies. No, me and her can enter in together. Hey. But she cannot occupy that position. No, we're going in together. I hey. okay. love my wife. I'll die for my wife, but, but she don't occupy that in my heart. We go together. I can two walk together except they other. There was a time when, when I first came to Christ and I, I, I was just, you know, in sin, just shacking up with mail. And I didn't want to get married. Because I didn't understand how it felt. God, I know how I felt. I had just been divorced. I'm not getting married nobody. I'm just going to stay here. We're going to get, that's it. See? See? See how sin can just convince you that this is the right way to be? No, I understand if people live together. Because I've done that. I understand that. So I, can, I know what it's like to be in a blended family. I've done that. I know what it's like to be. I know what it's like. So I, I'm qualified to understand and give you grace. But at some point. Some point in the near future. Yeah. See, I, I just told I ain't never getting married. Why? Why should I get married? I didn't understand what's wrong before God. I thought it'd be okay, like I could look just like this. I could be that tree and not produce. And if I had stayed in that state, I would not be the pastor I am today before you. So I had to do, I had to do my day. I had to get it right. I had to make, I had to make this right so I could truly hear from God. I was out of position can't just live with her. I marry her because I married Christ. I married Christ and I ain't married to you. And you represent Christ. Hello. Amen. That's why I don't do divorces. I will counsel you on your mistakes you're making. Come on. I won't tell you you need a divorce. No, I'm not going to say that because I change I mean obviously anybody can change if I change if I love her enough to live with why can't I marry her what am I waiting on it can't be money you know why because that's why you're marrying because of finances no you marry because of purpose that's why you're married oh hello so my young women you're married for purpose don't marry for the six pack you got a full head of hair or whatever don't marry for that reason Those things are fleeting. They don't last. Okay, I'm going to cut it to the end now. Please, if y'all can stand to your feet for the reading of the old and new holy scriptures. Amen.